आई वी एम फूलन देवी अ वुमन अ डाकू अ क्रिमिनल एंड लेटर मेंबर ऑफ पार्लियामेंट अ वुमन ऑफ मेनी डायमेंशंस बट इन द मूवी बैंडेड क्वीन डायरेक्टेड बाय शेखर कपूर व्हिच क्लेम टू बी बेस्ड ऑन द ट्रूथ डिपिक्टेड हर रिपीटेड रेप एंड सेक्सुअल अब्यूज अ वुमन मार्क्ड बाय डिफायंस रिबेलियन एंड फ्यूरी वाज रिड्यूस्ड टू अ फॉल्स अकाउंट ऑफ बीइंग रेप्ड हु ओन्स द ट्रूथ अबाउट अस who decides the truth about us and does being famous mean to lose the right to control what is published and depicted about us hey my name is priya mirza definitely not famous and you are with me on your weekly dose of the longest constitution and you know this podcast is about the constitution of india our first story today is to do with how public interest litigation specifically about the environment in the 1990s changed entire cities in the last episode we looked at the number of jobs lost just to keep the taj mahal chamakta hua safed and now we are back to new delhi our first story today is set in delhi the year is 2000 and three workers are shot dead by the police and there are riots in the city as government officials armed with policemen go around shutting down factories why what was going on phirchhri baat baat mc mehta ki so now you do remember that he filed loads of petitions about polluting factories in delhi waste being dumped in the river yamuna and the point is not that he filed the petitions the point is what the supreme court did about it okay back to electoral bonds the last tiny bit and then we are done pakka and the whole problem is that it is a wall a wall the wall you know like the game of thrones wala wall yeah that one and this is a wall of darkness which surrounds the funding of political parties in india now of course the point is that historically private companies have funded political parties The Indian National Congress for example was particularly close to the Birla family in the 1920s for instance and it was Sardar Vallabhbhai Patel's close association with GD Birla who financially supported the party so the point is not the funding itself but about voters knowing which company funds which party so that they can make a wiser choice plus to keep a track about how once elected a legislator repays that by biased legislation or his political choices and in a bit to make a tiny crack in that wall in 2020 the central information commission received an application inquiring for more information about the details of those who made political donations through the electoral bond scheme batao bhaiya the rupees 2555 crore bjp received through electoral bonds in 2019 to 20 318 crore received by the congress kisne diye meanwhile let's see what phulan devi was up to shekhar kapoor's movie was allegedly based on her life for which he used mala sen's rich and complex biography about her but it turned out to be very far from the truth the movie defined her life as a revenge for rape in 1994 
Phoolan Devi claimed for an injunction against the release of the movie. She argued that not only was this a false account of facts, it violated her right to privacy guaranteed under Article 21 of the Constitution. Now, in the Rajgopal case, the Otto Shankar case that we looked at previously, remember, also raised the question of privacy. So, just a small clarification about that case, though, that it were prison officials who were claiming for his rights for privacy on account of the autobiography spilling details about officials' role in his crimes, and the case was important because the court ruled that prison officials could not, in fact, file for the privacy of a prisoner. but they did recognize that privacy meant family marriage procreation motherhood child bearing and education and that no one can publish anything concerning the above matters without their consent and the question with the bandit queen was the same can a public figure claim privacy and does writing a story or making a movie based on publicly available information but without consent violate the individual's rights to privacy okay now why were riots taking place in delhi this was to do with the pil on deindustrialization of the city on account of mehta's petition about industries within the city and with justice kuldeep singh at the helm of affairs the deindustrialization of the city began in 1996 with the court ordering the relocation of large industry from delhi within 5 months par jaye to jaye kahan so the plan was to shift hazardous noxious heavy large industries outside the city limits and workers and their representatives worried about their prospects formed the delhi janwadi adhikar manch but the court ignored them entirely It were factory owners who seized the day, who fired workers without compensation, and were free to dispose at least thirty-two percent of the industrial land as commercial real estate. And this was the land that had been given to them earlier by the government at heavily subsidized rates. A lot there. Eventually, by July two thousand, fifty-two thousand factories had applied for alternate plot allotments, but not a single factory had been relocated. because the state had still not prepared the relocation land in bhavana the supreme court lost its patience and ordered that 100000 factories be shut down within a week the total number of people directly affected by loss of employment as a result of these orders exceeded 250000 and it was over this tension that scuffles and fights broke out leading to the death of workers what happened in the electoral bonds case The CIC held that the disclosure of such information would amount to an infringement of the RTI Act. That's the first thing. The second, that there was no larger public interest involved, and lastly, that the applicant was not justified. And hear this out in interfering with the right to privacy of the donors. Privacy of the donors put above the fundamental right of voters. All in all, you're just another brick in the wall. So as we wrap things up the deindustrialization of the city led to the loss of lakhs of jobs and livelihood and raises the question how did the pursuit of an environmental good clean air and water result in starvation and malnutrition and worsening the living conditions for some of delhi's most vulnerable citizens Why were workers not represented in the decision-making process that led to factory closings? 
and more crucially what happened to the land that the factories were on which was sold as commercial real estate more on that in the next episode meanwhile in phulan devi versus shekhar kapoor 1995 like justice brandes who wrote in 1890 that privacy is the right to be left alone the court said that although phulan devi was a public figure within the rajagopal sense it also held that a film depicting rape and sexual assault upon her person without her consent was an unjustifiable invasion of her privacy woohoo and in the rti for transparency in 2020 a single member bench of the central information commission said that people do not or should not have any interest in how and from where and whom political parties get their money really if we should not be interested in the parties you are voting for what should we be interested in zara bataiye today's takeaways are electoral bonds are part of a more comprehensive legislative agenda which increases the overall volume of campaign contribution but decreases the information voters have about these contributions the second the pil which led to the deindustrialization in delhi was not for the poor not even with the poor but a political battle between the court an unelected body and the democratically elected legislators of the city lastly the right of privacy while not in the original text of the constitution has gradually been read into it and is a right that even the famous and infamous have yeah that's it for now so if you have questions or comments please send them in via email that's the longest constitution at gmail.com you can also rate my podcast at spotify and drop a review at apple podcast and can also reach out to me on twitter where i am at fundamentally p or on instagram the longest constitution until next time this is me priya mirza signing out